Welcome to another Untitled Interview edition of the Untitled Film Project Podcast. We've had directors, we've had authors, we've even had sound editors on this show. But uh, today we have our first actor. You know her voice from Archer, and you're, you're about to know her from the next holiday comedy, How to Ruin the Holidays. Actor, comedian, improv artist, all-around great person. Amber Nash, thank you so much for doing this. We are so honored to have you on. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. The new movie... How to Ruin the Holidays stars Amber, of course. Colin Mockery of Whose Line fame, Ronnie Chang, a tremendous stand-up comedian, was in Megan. Aisha Tyler. I mean, let's just—we don't have time for her laundry list of uh, resume. Right. This is a loaded cast. So, your husband wrote this script, if you will, wrote this movie. Were you kind of like, uh, like, like, hey, like, hey, like, make sure I'm in it? Like, like, how, how did that? How did you get involved with the the on-screen <laughs> performance? Absolutely, I was like, hey, you better put me in this movie. Um, <laughs> We, we started working, so my husband and I met because we both do improv, and so we've known each other for years and years and years, and when we started dating, he was actually my boss. Um, that happens. He was the artistic director at Dad's Garage, and I was the education director there, um, but uh, we've worked together for many, many, many years, and of the, I guess maybe it was like 2015 or something, I was like, you know what, I want to do like more on camera work and he's got a longtime comedy partner that he's been working with uh for years over 20 years named arlen konopaki who's the director of the film and way back then i was like why don't you guys write something that i can be in please <laughs> um and arlen had just finished uh, uh film school at nyu so they that's where that's where it all started and they, we did like a uh, web series where I played a bunch of different characters. And then after that, we did a short film. And then we finally got to this point where we made a full feature. So it's kind of always been like the expectation that I'm going to be in star in the thing <laughs> we're making um, and that Arlen directs it and that Kevin writes it and does a lot of the producing of it too, which is really the hardest part. The producing is the most thankless part of all of it. <laughs> So you're an improv artist. I, we, we, you mentioned Dad's Garage in Atlanta, of course, mm -hmm. a tremendous, tremendous place. I can't wait to go back. But what, what are some challenges between improvisational acting, right? Like when you're out there on the stage and people are throwing ideas at you or whatever the case is, versus yeah. acting to a script like this? Oh, my God. I mean, because I am an improviser first, it's where my training is. So it's where I'm most comfortable. And for me, I know some people would feel the exact exact opposite, but for me, not having to remember anything and just being free to go out there and do whatever makes me so comfortable. Um, for other people, they'd be like, I wouldn't know where to start and I wouldn't know what to do. But if I have to remember to say something in particular, it terrifies me and I can't I'm like I'm never gonna get it right I'm gonna miss the cue I'm gonna screw up somebody else's thing and so for improv I'm just free as a bird because I've been doing it forever and I'm happy to do it um but memorizing and and delivering especially it's somebody else's stuff like you want to be you know respectful to their artistry and their talent um so it's it's a totally different ball game but I've gotten better at it it used to really really terrify me but now I'm a little bit more comfortable with it and I was lucky that I was working with Kevin and Arlen and that they are improvisers too so they understand where I'm coming from and were you know they were cool with it <laughs> Kevin's like like, well, yeah, you changed a lot of my words. I guess I'm cool with it. <laughs> There's a story he likes to tell that it was like probably the last day of shooting. And I was like, hey, Kevin, is this line um, blah, 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 this word? Or is it blah, blah, this word? And he's like, oh, now you're asking <laughs> this one word you've never cared the whole time. Um, so I guess I took a few liberties. 
Well, okay. Speaking of liberties, like you're allowed to do that, right? Like you're his wife, so you get to kind of. I mean, like you say you have a respect mm-hmm. earlier, but really, you can just be like, "Hey, you know." Yeah, that's what I was hoping, and yeah, he's totally fine because <laughs> he gets it. He's an improviser too. And and sticking with the improv train, obviously sharing set with Colin Mockery, who's obviously a veteran, very well known, just in the in the general public eye of who's on it anyway, and what he's done as well. What was yeah. like being on set with him, feeding off his energy, and we're just working with him in general just a dream boat like really and we'd known him for a while because he came to do shows with us at dad's garage and we'd done shows with him at the Edmonton Fringe and um the thing about Colin is is like he really is the nicest guy and he's so generous like he's generous with his fans he's generous to work with he'll take time to talk to anybody for as long as they want and then on on like on stage he's very generous but then when we were shooting too like because there's some stuff in the movie that's like quite um hard and heart-wrenching and like tearjerker kind of stuff and it's me and Colin a couple chuckleheads like doing a very dramatic scene and so I felt like very comfortable with him and very taken care of um he really is a delight to work with and and you know people get to see him do stuff in this movie that they don't usually get to see Colin do which is super exciting oh that's true absolutely absolutely and so my my day job is with Special Mix Tennessee and just seeing how the special needs community is very well represented in this film as well, too, uh, with Luke Davis uh, being an actor and, and has appeared in so many different projects as well, too. We've seen movies like Champions come out where it's really true, in, true inclusion in Hollywood yeah. and not being tokenized as well in film, but being a full role, showing that they are people, they're adults, they have roles in society, everything of that sort. What was it like working with Luke and being on set with him as well, too, and just knowing that this is a, a big part for inclusion in the special needs community? Yes, it's so important. And one of the things that Kevin really wanted to highlight, and we did this, the first time we worked with Luke was in the short film we made called That Was Awesome. And uh, his thing that he really wanted to like put out there is that so often, especially in entertainment, people with special needs are kind of infantilized and treated like children. And like in our short film, there's a character that all he really wants is to have a beer. And it's like, I'm 38. I should be able to have a beer when I want one. And it's to kind of open that world to people that that don't have family and friends with special needs to be like, they're just like us. Um, and, you know, sometimes they're assholes. Sometimes <laughs> they're drunks. Sometimes they're, they're everything. They're in the every thing that is that are all of us they are too and so um it was really important to kevin that we really make this character like a full well-rounded character and we'd worked with luke so we knew how talented he was and when kevin wrote this part he wrote it for luke um kevin grew up with a brother with special needs and luke is just i mean he showed up the first day totally off book and, you know, Colin shows up, he'd like been on tour and it was like, he barely made it there. And it's like, Luke is making this all look bad because <laughs> he's so professional. So yeah, working with Luke has been an absolute dream. And he's like a family member now because we've worked on so many projects together and he comes to dad's garage all the time whenever we have special guests or do fun shows. And so, yeah, uh, we hope to put Luke in many more of our projects. And the other thing is, is he's got an agent. The strike kind of put a little bit of a damper on stuff for all of us. But like Luke is getting lots of opportunities and people are seeing what he can do. And so he, it's just a matter of time until he blows up. Uh, I love it. I love it. And just the normalizing thing, it was just, it threw people off when they saw one of our athletes double fisting some Coors Lights. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they can drink too, you know, they're, they're yeah. people. Please. It's, it's normal. Absolutely. And like Kevin's brother is married and people are like, oh, he's married. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the really fun things. And so our movie is like totally 
raunchy and there's totally things that Luke gets into that you're like, uh, and Kevin was given the advice early on. Like you can either make a heartwarming like Christmas movie, or you can, you can make a raunchy movie. You've got to pick a lane. And Kevin's like, I don't want to pick a lane. And so that's how this, this came about. Yeah. That's how great things get done though. When people tell you, you can't do something. And then you go, no, 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 I'm going to, I feel like, I feel led to do it or, you know, whatever. And then yeah, you're going to. Colin actually told Kevin, he said, you have the rest of your career to do what other people tell you to do. Yes, make exactly. Make you want to make. For sure. And speaking of, uh, so you mentioned your, your husband grew up with a brother of special needs. So that that's a perfect segue to our, our brother, Jim, who is not here because he's not feeling well. So our, our third wheel is not here. Uh, they his question he said he sent a question in so he could be part of the show. Okay. <laughs> they say people's strongest memories come from vacations or holidays. Did any of your own make it into this movie? Oh yeah. So this is what Kevin tried to very tactfully do. Is many <laughs> of these characters are an amalgamation of all the characters in our families. So it's not all necessarily people that Kevin grew up with or necessarily people I grew up with. So he made sure to like blend it so nobody gets too mad at us and is like wait a minute is that character that's a pain in the ass me um <laughs> so there's definitely some stuff that uh that is from my family too that made it into the movie but i can't say what because then my family will get mad at me <laughs> that's actually my next question so you beat me to it so, so let's let's uh we're talking with amber nash here on the untitled film project podcast i want to talk about the movie real quick what, what is what is the goal amber to do a movie like this, right? Like, okay, so there's like plenty of holiday classics and and we're going to get to some of those, but just, you know, is it, is it to make the next holiday classic? Is it to work with friends? Is it to make money? Is it, is it to pass the time? What's the goal when you make something like this? Such a great question. And you know, like, to make money is would be a dream, but that's never any filmmaker, any indie filmmaker's first goal because they know it's never going to happen. Fair. Uh, but you know, I think that I think the number one goal for at least for me, and I do think the team feels this way too, is that like nobody nobody would have made this movie. A studio would have never made this movie. And if they did, they certainly wouldn't have cast the people that we cast in the movie. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a story about a struggling comedian in her mid forties that goes back home and has family problems and a brother with special needs. Like that's just not like what a blockbuster looks like a lot of the times. And so like you guys were saying, there's like great representation. Um, we all look like real people. Um, you know, it's set in Atlanta. It's kind of, we, and we poke a lot of fun at LA um, because it Good. can be a terrible place. <laughs> good um, yeah so nobody else would have made this movie or let us be in it um or direct it or write it you know so uh, that was really the point was to do something that we wanted to do and do it the way we wanted to do it and i think that we you know of course we would all go back and make different choices if we if we could do it again and i've watched the movie so many times over the last two weeks and i'm just like oh god um but we're really proud of it i i can't wait for people to see it i i you know it's just it's so exciting to have you on the show to be able to talk about this movie and we're, we're right in the thick of the holiday season. And so to be able to kind of tie all that together is just so exciting. I can't, I can't say be happy, happier for you. And uh, you know, like a lot of people know you again from Archer, you know, things like that, mm. but to be able to see you on screen with a cast like this, I mean, yeah. I, I imagine, I would imagine your career will take a bit of a boost here as far as the public eye goes. 
I hope so. I really do. Cause I do think you're right. People are used to hearing my voice, but they're not used to seeing it come out of my head. Sure. Um, so getting to be fully represented on screen is really exciting for me. Cause I'm a, you know, I'm a theater actor too. So like I've done a lot of stuff that people have never seen me do. So I'm excited for people to see what we've made and people can actually see it at home with their families. Amber, thank you so much for spending time with us tonight. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best with this film. We encourage everyone to go see it, not just because you're on the show, but because look at the cast, look at the script, look at the DNA of the project. It's all going to be great. Cannot wait for everyone to discover it. Thanks, guys. It was so much fun. Thank you for listening to the Untitled Film Project podcast. To support the show, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. Original music by Jeremy Schwartz. Special thanks to the Music City Film Critics Association. Editing and post-production by Jeremy K. Gover. Voiceover by Chad Bennett.